Six months later, we're like, hey, remember that podcast we used to do, y'all? Yeah. yeah, but we're busy. We're busy people. We it's are, true. Yeah, the blow up situation is so real. Yeah, you're coast to coast, jet setting. Yeah, hey. traveling. Devin's yeah. putting up. Devin's putting up shows at Second City and uh, shit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Janelle's out here having sex with everyone, every <laughs> person, every just, gender, every, every sexuality. Yeah, stealing all the love in the world. And Janelle's bedroom does not discriminate. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't even understand. I repainted. I got to shit. <laughs> she has to make it a safer space. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you don't understand how oh, sexy as fuck. There's different linen for different occasions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what's The good. color sets the mood. <laughs> <laughs> so... That who you heard is Mickey. He's our guest tonight. Yeah. Um, Mickey. Hey. Yeah, Janelle, you want to tell us how you know Mickey? Uh, Mickey and I met. We were being the extra extras. Extra extras for yep. the TV pilot, the nice. dojo. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember what the name was? Uh, the T. The T. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. And what do you do in the city? Um, You know, I'm a hardworking young man. Uh, <laughs> I'm rapsing. I'm a spoken word poet. Uh, just striving to do better for myself. Damn, dude, so. he just gave us his Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> he had that soap elevator pitch ready. <laughs> nice, man. That's yeah. awesome. Tell us about yourself. Um, in what aspect of myself? Um, I'm straight, uh, recently divorced, I guess, if that's what you want to call it. Um, mostly detached. Uh, just looking for different opportunities, different experiences, trying to live life. Gotcha. You know, you said spoken word. I actually met Kevin Cavall recently. Um, so that was actually dope. He's the, um, spoken word, but also he puts on a lot of events in Chicago. He wrote that book, I forgot what it's called, but he gave one to Meg. So I was at the show with Meg. And oh, Meg's yeah. like, where can I get your book? He's just like, here. It was like the most baller Ooh. move ever. <laughs> He's just like, I got one for you. Like you he just pulled it out. Too? Yeah, he did. He did. He signed it and everything. And, uh, he was saying that he wants to possibly collaborate on something bigger. Cause they do all these, there's comedy is one big aspect in Chicago, but there's like all this other art that goes on. Mm-hmm. Like spoken word. Mm-hmm. Like he's more about like the political message and shit. I was like, mm-hmm. we could totally come together and do something. So yeah. we're going to meet with him and figure that out. Spoken word is cool like that. Where you can just give somebody a book. It's hard when like you're a rapper. Yeah. Someone's like, look at your music. Uh, like, here's what you do. Yeah. Hey. Go to soundcloud.com. <laughs> <laughs> type that into your browser yeah. right quick. And then you, you can go use any browser. Search, yeah. And then you go and type in D, E, B. And you just keep doing yeah. that. Until no the spaces, though. Right, right, the right. spaces yeah. going to come with other persons. It's not me. Because the yeah. name was already taken. <laughs> There's three numeric letters after yeah. because I couldn't get the original that I wanted. Yeah, right. But I still go by that, but the username is different. Yeah, the number is 539 because there were already 538 yeah. others. <laughs> you know. You gotta give him an instruction manual. Fuck. It's not even it's not even your promotion. It's just a step-by-step guide. It's a wiki how article on how to do this shit. It's not the same. It's not the same. I know. And as a comedian, you can't be like, hey, let me tell you all my my jokes. Right? <laughs> you can't okay, hear your jokes, so you can hear them all right now, girl. What's you talking about? Ooh. Sit down, let me go to set on you. How are we all doing tonight? <laughs> So we usually greet our guests with a question of fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. All right. Okay. So we're going to give you three names. 
And of those three names, you have to choose which ones you would, well, which one you would fuck, which one you marry, and which one you kill. Okay. All right, all right, all right. We only had, who's the one guest we had who did not understand this question? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's they, true. They were that's so true. confused. I think it was a white woman. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure her Apparently name was Yeah, yeah, it was Tori. Right, they, they struggling. Yeah. <laughs> I want y'all to know I'm sitting across from Devin who's wearing a shirt that says, I told y'all, it's a quote from black women. Yes. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> this is also we should mention this is a lit cat so it's gonna get crazy I'm just be aware we're drinking whiskey at 2pm on Sunday it's got to be fucked up <laughs> wow sun is yeah. shining me and Mickey got ripped jeans on it's real yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh shit it's so real you gotta bust out the ripped jeans on Sunday exactly yeah. man Sunday's the day look <laughs> your jeans gotta be distressed but your heart gotta be on the Lord Church <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I feel a conviction here. Hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> Someone tunes into the this is ugly. Yeah. This would be your new best Janelle, friend. Yeah, Janelle said that me and you be best friends. Yeah. Hey. I see it. I see it. I know yeah. how to pick them, trust me, always. So, uh 90s kid, we're gonna do a throwback fuck Mary Kill for you. Ooh. And uh your three people are T Boz, Chili, and Left Eye. Damn. 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 One of them's already dead. Hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. We're in the 90s. We're in the 90s. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So we invented time travel. Yes. We invented time travel. <laughs> and this was our first And this is our first thing. We need to figure out who you're going to fuck, marry, or kill. And then we're going to undo that whole Trump thing. But first. <laughs> That's going to be quite a process. We're going to be here a while. We're doing this Trump thing. <laughs> so, so we can rewind that back, please. All right. You got T-Boss. You got Chili. You got Left Eye. Fuck, mm. marry, kill. I'm gonna kill left eye. Damn. Right <laughs> 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 I'm gonna marry Chili. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are. Dark skin winning. <laughs> yeah, dark skin winning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, what was the other option? Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah. <laughs> then I guess. I, then I'm guessing fucking T-Bars. Yeah. <laughs> In all honesty, I did not know who any of those people were. Wait, so, what? No. It was funny that was, that's pretty much everyone's reaction to T-Bars. Like, yeah. I guess I'll fuck you. Yes, I guess. No, Landed on him by positive elimination. It was pretty appealing, appealing name. Yeah. There are the members of TLC. So I creep. Yeah. Y'all rude as hell. <laughs> T-Bars inspired me. She wore these big hoop earrings. I don't know how old I was, but I saw her hoop earrings on TV, and I was like, "That's it. Those are my aspirations." Yeah. I knew it still holds to this day. Yeah, out of the three, T-Boss gets the least amount of credit, though. Yeah, that's true. Because she wasn't the rapper, and, Ch- and Chili was prettier than her. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. So T-Boss was Chili like, was no. So I did. I made the right move, Mary. You did. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very good. You yeah. took intuition. Did. Intuition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a random aside, but I saw I saw Chris Rock a couple weeks ago. He was oh, talking yeah. about how he just got divorced, mm. and he was saying that he cheated, and who he cheated with, one of the members of Destiny's Child, but he wouldn't say which one. <laughs> so it was interesting. I was like, "Who is?" I was so I was so interested to know who it was. But well, see if you don't, people forget. There's like an extended Destiny's right. Child family. Yeah, that's right. It's not like just yeah. first year Destiny's Child. Yep. who didn't make it the second year. Yeah, some got cut, <laughs> and then yeah. before everyone got cut. So it was, it was, it was yeah, a double. It could be it was, with someone named Latasha. Who yeah. never seen before. <laughs> before they made any music videos. Yeah, yeah. Right. She's on one album cover. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in the corner, like under yeah. the song credits. <laughs> 
think Kelly Rowland. I doubt it's Michelle. Michelle goes to church. Yeah. I love how Beyonce <laughs> was not an option. Yeah. Oh, never. No. Never. Like, duh. Never. Like, it's, he's funny, but Beyonce. Yeah, come on. Beyonce, don't do that. She's not going to do that. Wow. Shit. Take Chris Rock to church. Yeah. Maybe she's changing his life. You never know. Hey. Don't put it past you. Hey. That's true. Hey. Everybody got shit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, dude. Every day, shit. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> I like me. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, Janelle brought it up because you said you were formally divorced. So I think well, that... not not literally. Okay. In, in <laughs> aspect. Yeah. When you said that, I was on like, and off on my high school this, right? You know, You're it's, like been, it's been a rocky road. Okay. Um, you know, uh, growing up. Uh, disoriented adolescent with you know no guidance it's like mm-hmm. how do i find out how to be a man sure. so you know you find a love and you try to strive to do the right thing but mm-hmm. then there's temptations and then rocks in your path mm-hmm. well finally it just all boiled down and blew up so now you're just oh, straggling damn. out in the open mm-hmm. it's no love it's just oh damn how long were you guys together uh on and off five years okay Aww. so i mean very on for me for five years but obviously as a man you make mistakes Especially as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, what age did this start? Um, probably when I was like fifteen. Damn. So even after five freshman years. year of high school. Yeah. So Still one of the young. first girls I met, very very weird individual, I guess if that's what you want to call it, awkward individual would be uh-huh. better uh, terminology. Yeah. But you're kind of weird and awkward. And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, and like, who wants to be normal anyways? Yeah. True change. There's no spice in that, you know. Yeah. Man, so when did y'all get divorce question mark? Um, I want to say five months ago. Yeah, I got I came back from North Dakota. You know, uh, I do a lot of independent contracting on the side. I was learning how to do drywall, paint. Obviously, you started off with demolition. You worked your way up. My supervisor saw a lot of potential in me. So, what did Miguel do? Native from Chicago. Had better opportunities. I left to Fargo. Oh, oh damn! You actually went to Fargo. Yes, I went to Fargo. That? Uh, I've heard of people doing this because that's where the money uh, is. Right yeah. now, oh, there is there yeah. is a lot of money in Fargo. It's a growing city. A lot of refugees are mm, just traveling there, making yeah. it a more uh, metropolitan area. Yeah, yeah. To be to be surprised, you know. Um, I actually have some African refugee friends up there. I met, and mm-hmm. that was a very interesting experience. The only thing to do up there is work. Mm. Literally, we worked seven days a week. We would go in on Sundays and we would drink a beer or two and then we would just talk and coincide about what we would do next because we're working on condominiums. Mm. Oh, so okay. I got I got called to superintendent. The condominiums were like worth over $2 million and we were doing granite. Now, granite oh. marble tops, I did not realize how much the granite marble top cost until uh-huh. one of the my fellow co-workers broke one and he had to work for a month for free because Are you serious? It was worth six thousand yeah. dollars just a countertop. Damn. So that means that there's work for me. Okay? I was gonna say Janelle's already <laughs> scouting out that location. Shit. So you know, absolutely. I'm up there, uh, everything happens, she gets pregnant. Mm-hmm. So yes, I am a father. I'm a young father. Mm-hmm. I do my job. How old is your baby? Seven months. Beautiful. Got to show you guys pictures. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> it's hard, you know. It's hard because uh, you didn't know what to expect when you have no yeah. family around you. Well, you know, she's educated. She's a beautiful person. She's mm-hmm. going to school. Well, I come back. Obviously, you know, I, I'm doing pretty well for myself because I was up there for six months, not mm-hmm. doing nothing but working. Mm-hmm. So I come back with a good amount of money. I'm splurging. Uh, she, 
you know, paying for hospital bills, doing the right thing, which is surprising coming from the character I am because I grew up on the west side of Chicago. Yeah. So, and then the family knows me for a long time because not we haven't openly said we were in a relationship at the time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but there's evidence. There's evidence. You see me around. You see me very kind and genuine and taking care of your daughter in any way possible form. Cool. We have our baby. Uh, the mother didn't like me so much because I'm independent. Growing up in Chicago alone, you have to be independent to survive. If not, you're going to end up a statistic like, you know, everyone else. Cool. So, you know, I have my child and then the mom hits her with a uh, ultimatum. She says, either leave him or your family disowns you. Oh, my God. All because I wanted to be independent and take care of everything myself. I, yeah. I'm, you know, I had to speak out against stuff I don't believe in. Mm-hmm. Know that I'm not going against you or disrespecting you, but if... I see a better way, then let's do it this way. Mm-hmm. So what happened? A lot of stuff happens. You know, you would never suspect the Chicago to come out in this North Side girl. So, you know, the inner Chicago and the inner thug, you know, because in this city, it doesn't matter whether you're white collar, you know, everyone in Chicago has that little spice to them, you know, just like yeah. New Yorkers or people from LA. It's like, mm-hmm. we have that, you know, kind of demeanor. It's bold. It's strong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I don't know if y'all caught that. He did a bombing run and he did an act out. So, <laughs> this is not Devin adding in sound effects. This is all Nathan. 100% authentic. We don't use auto tune on this podcast, right? <laughs> Fucking real out here. Chicago style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so this is so this is the thing. got no budget for auto tune, so we <laughs> shout out to our future sponsors. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So you know, so this is the thing. So I come back um, before uh, all this. So wait, was, this is let me this the girl that you are not with anymore, separated yeah. kind of. This is your child, or is it she had it? With no, another? this is my child. Okay, your child. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I I come back to check. You know, like to. To be a good man, you know, I hear something through the grapevine. I can't just not uh, attend it, you know. I have to. So I get on the metro train. I come back. Wait, go back. Who got bombed? Huh? What? I got bombed. Oh, got, yeah. okay. <laughs> because the kind of, like I said, you know, like yeah. the, thinking back on my uh, adolescent person, you know, growing. You, there's different versions of yourself. So I had to grow out of that immature, whole version of myself mm-hmm. to be the kind of man mm-hmm. I needed to be. You know, just for life in general, not necessarily mm-hmm. for this lady. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. yeah. that's Ab- real. Absolutely. So growing out of that, you know, and then getting uh, 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 maybe that karma from all the bad things I've done, you know, mm-hmm. it's vice versa. You never suspect <laughs> it from a person like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just boom. Oh, I get it. Okay. So then okay. you don't, you've been dealing your whole life, but you've never got dealt. Sure. So then you don't know how to deal with that crippling depression. Because gotcha, you don't gotcha. know yeah, what yeah. you what you did incorrectly. So did she side with the parents? Yeah, her parents pushed her in a corner. So, uh, uh, like Hispanics, uh, the same thing I learned with uh, the Filipino culture, Asian culture. They're very family oriented. Mm-hmm. She Filipino. She's Filipino. Okay. <laughs> they're very family oriented. Yeah. So the mom didn't like how, because uh, the mom's the breadwinner in her situation. Mm-hmm. I can see she wears the pants in the family. Mm-hmm. So in. Encountering this situation, when even when I took her to her ultrasound, you know, the first time I took her to her ultrasound, I was late. Uh, I already found the sex of my baby. That's six months down the line. That's kind of you know ludicrous because you need to be taking vitamins and all the stuff that I learned during my process. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So I go and I'm like, how did you guys not notice this little, you know, bubble yeah. of? Oh 
shit. They didn't, so they didn't even know. She's so a like, petite woman, so yeah. it's like it's not like she's getting big. It's like yeah. so she was six months before everybody knew. And nobody did she know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume so. No, because that so. happens sometimes. You Maybe don't she. Know. There's a whole show on TLC. Yeah. Called, really? I didn't know I was pregnant. Yeah, <laughs> that shit's real. Yeah. Like, they haven't I could assume. I could assume. You know, uh, psychologically, you're hallucinating, uh, believing that that's not what's going on. Maybe that was the case. But it's like if something I'm, I'm a male, I'll never get to understand that female aspect. But if something is growing inside of you and you feel the stuff is changing, and then obviously you haven't got your period, it's like those are all flares that are going up. Yeah. They're yeah, like, hey, sometimes it should be wild because sometimes your period be irregular, right? <laughs> if you drank a lot, you know, maybe you get up and you sick and you think you hung over, you don't know it's morning sickness, like shit. But happens. this is this is the thing. This is what's beautiful about this woman. That's uh-huh. what I so much love about her. She's a cookie cutter. She's not, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, she doesn't drink, she doesn't smoke, she doesn't party, she goes to school. Mm-hmm. You know, she's very straight up and a stickler. Mm-hmm. So for, you know, to it's like opposites obviously attract. That that has to be true because on the other aspect, I was out there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this, this is the terminology that we have in this podcast. Yes. Out there, and you already dropped hoe, being a former hoe. Like, it's the same. Yeah, it's so funny. We didn't tell you. We're not coaching. Just, this is known terms, right? <laughs> out here. Out here. It's true. We often talk about being out here. Yeah. And uh, we have deep reverence for the whole life yeah. in this space. Yes. Yeah. But, but if I could backtrack on that story, which is mm-hmm. pretty funny, I'll add. When I came back from North Dakota, mm-hmm. when I was dealing with all this situation with my dad's side of my family, because I just met my dad's side of my family. One of my cousins, he's Arabian, Puerto Rican, very awesome guy. Very awesome cool. guy. He helped me through the situation. Mm-hmm. They didn't pay me for a month, right? So I came back, you know, uh, I had some girl. Yes, I was having, you know, sexual relations with his go-go dancer I met <laughs> at a show. Wait, wait. And this was wait, like, I like, wait, it's Wait, wait. I like he was like, yes, I was. Like, it was, like, expected. Like, yeah, 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 there was a go-go dancer in, in Fargo. I know was thinking it. Yeah, I know yeah, you. No, no, it was in Chicago. That was before I even oh, went for Fargo. Okay, okay. So, so shout out to this go-go dancer, because I feel like a lot of times when you do that kind of work, people don't have sexual relations with you. Yeah. By the time they get to their friends, they talk about how they might have fucked you. Yeah, yeah. But they have sexual relations. Like, it's very beautiful. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I, I was like well, we met in different... Scandal or some shit. Yeah, exactly. Not have sexual relations like go-go <laughs> so you know so I come back or whatever and uh, they're kind enough to take me in I'm living with her uh, but I let her know I was like I can't really have sexual relationships with, uh, with you right now because I'm emotionally detached I don't want to do anything I'm going to regret right now mm-hmm. which we, she respected but then you also have to be honest because I'm never going to uh, cookie cut it if that's the terminology I would use I'm never going to lie I'm never, I have to be bold I have to tell the truth because life is too short to be fake that's just how I live my life. Awesome. So, you know, I let my baby mama know. I said, hey, you know, I'm staying with this girl. She obviously knows who this girl is. Mm-hmm. Her and her sister mm-hmm. go-go dance, and that's how they make a living on the weekend, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Hey, do your thing, girl. You're beautiful. What? Play, what club? Uh, it's some club out there. <laughs> it's really cool because they're, they're featured for. Didn't know if I knew it or not. <laughs> 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 you all recognize her from the band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's really dope. They're featured performers. They also do like festivals and stuff. They spin fire. Mm. They eat fire. They what? play. They play with hula hoops. So it's like it's a creative aspect. It's not just your regular pole dancing. It's about the life. Like a little fire in my life, man. Hey, like you know? What did you know her though? I know, right? So this it may be true. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a small. It's a pretty small community. People who eat fire <laughs> and go go dance. I feel yeah, like that's, right. that's there's like six of those people <laughs> that all probably know each other. I might sit next to her at work actually. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell y'all about my coworker in a minute. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> okay so they're Michigan feature performers. So you know, I'm staying with them, and then the work is around the grapevine, and the mother obviously was not having that. So that's where the animosity started coming in because she was like, you're not going to disrespect me or my family. You have to come move in with us. So I'm living with you. You know, I'm taking care of your family. I'm, I'm good. I'm great. You know, what does she need? What do you need? I have money for it because mm-hmm. I was just good at the time. Mm-hmm. Great. And then everything crumbled to a nothingness. And I was like, how? I, I didn't, like I said before, I, I, you couldn't expect that from, you know, I, like in my turn, how I say cookie cutter people. Mm-hmm. Straight up, you know. You so would, you you did move in with the baby mama and her I, family and her family. How long was that? Until the baby was born, probably like three months. Wow. And that and didn't make I things de- better, made things worse. Though. I decided I was like, as a you know, as a grown man, you should get your own place and support your kid and your baby mama. Even mm-hmm. if she still wants to stay at home, you still have you know that place where so the parents won't be so uh, cooped up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then that's when the animosity and the plotting started. Apparently, because she was honest and she admitted that. So I moved literally the same night. I move out. I get my own place because I had my stuff with my cousin. Mm-hmm. I, I only had some clothes over there. You know, I have furniture. I have stuff mm-hmm. that I worked hard for. So obviously, you know, I need to do the right thing by me and by my family. As soon as I move out, you know, I get a nice place. The everything crumbled down. <laughs> Why? Because she thought you can be fucking around and stuff. No, absolutely place? not. Because uh, I'm honest, like I said, you know, and. I wasn't even messing with her. I haven't messed with that go-go dancer chick for a year, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, maybe eight months. Uh, it's, not <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, because... Give or take a quarter. Fiscal yeah, quarter, quarter is nothing, quarter. Chicken happened. Quarter. It was before, uh, before, before I left to Fargo. That's before the annual report come out. Yeah, yeah. Fargo, But if I was in a committed relationship with her and nothing was bad was going on, then, you know, I'm committed to you. But it's always when the fallout happens and then you're emotionally detached, straggling, out of show... You know, uh, intoxicated, needing affection. Mm-hmm. So yes, I'm at fault, but at the same time, any other man in that situation would have. I assume. <laughs> that silence, though. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you you move out. You move out. I move out. I do my own place. You got your own place, and do you? And then the animosity started. But the animosity so, started. Did you have something with the go-go dancer? No, absolutely, area? absolutely. Okay, not. so it wasn't about the go-go dancer, but the baby mama, mama wanted you to stay there. Absolutely, because she felt like it was disrespect. Like, you gotcha. Know, okay, so. you're blatantly living with these ladies, but my daughter is having your baby. So I, I was, you know, committed. Let's get married. Let's do this. Let's do that. Because I've never experienced family life before. So yeah. I was excited. Yeah. You know, I was excited to experience yeah. something yeah. like that. It's a wonderful feeling. Having a family is a, an unspeakable feeling that you can never really imagine. I don't have my father around. My mother was incarcerated. I, it's, I grew up hard. I grew up in a hard situation. So uh, finally getting that uh, love like a different kind of love you've never experienced before was so, it was the best kind of pleasure a man could have. Mm-hmm. I wanted to work hard. I wanted to do better. I wanted to get a, a higher education. I want to strive to get a career. And then it all crumbled down. And then the crippling depression and then you being by yourself all the time. And then, hmm, I don't want to go sleep with this girl because then what happens if I do want to get back with this lady? And then the animosity starts and then they don't let you see your kid. And then all these restrictions get put on you, but you still get called up to get buy the pampers, buy the wives, pay the bills, because mm. that's your job. So then now I'm just uh, now I'm just uh, good for my money. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Shit. 
So that's the current situation. So that's the current situation. So Just good. recently, the baby hit six months. You know, they mm-hmm. didn't allow me to invite. I paid for the baby shower, mind you. Mm-hmm. I paid for my own baby shower because I'm I'm a man. Mm-hmm. They didn't even let my me invite my own family to the baby shower. Damn. What little family I had, they didn't want no animosity between the Puerto Ricans and the Filipinos. As Damn. Literally is what I was told. So it's like dealing with all this animosity, you don't really, you're backed into a corner and not really having much life experiences in that aspect. You don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So, and then. I mean, that's uh, a tough one, anyways. I think most people say yeah, that even that, know what to do. Regardless of, yeah, in that situation, I think. Yeah. And then, and then yeah. recently in person, because she would never want to talk in person. So I had to sit her down, like, let's go get lunch, let's talk. So we go, we have lunch, and she basically tells me, yes, I coincided with my parents because I wanted time for myself. Mm-hmm. That makes absolutely, positively no sense in my mind because how would you want time for yourself when now we're a family? Regardless of how you feel, I'm always going to be the baby's father. I'm always right. going to be there for him. There's nothing you can do to drive me from my son because I never had a father, so you know how that feels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting down at uh you know at lunch and then the woman that you do love you do love you know you're you're a man you're trying to bottle up feelings and put that poker face on but inside it's like crippling you and it's stabbing you and you're just emotionally detached and you don't even know what to think anymore so she tells you that oh i was doing this because i wanted time for myself but what happened to all these committed relationships that you were striving for so then you're stuck between a rock and a hard place and then it's up to you to make the hard decisions so then, boom, it all comes crashing down. And then now I'm in a point in time where I'm trying to decide what I want to do for myself. If you, if you, be, how can I ever be your family if you betrayed me from your parents? Yeah. That it doesn't make any sense. How can I sit here at family meetings in the future and pretend to cookie cut it when I know none of you like me? Mm-hmm. Because I don't come from the same silver spoon that you do. Mm-hmm. I am very intelligent from life experiences. And yes, he, I ruined my high school education, but now I am striving. I'm almost done with my GED. That's progression for me. Yes. I want to go to school. I want to get that bachelor degree. Not for you, not for anyone else, just to say that I did that in my yeah. lifetime because my family, you know, there's only one other person in my family that graduated from school. That It's, it's depressing. Mm-hmm. So striving for better. And then you see the situation that I've been in. You obviously are my life partner at the time and moment. I don't even know if I want to still obtain that relationship. Yeah. But at the time and uh, point, you're my life partner. You understand my struggles. You've been here since I was homeless. You've been here when I was in that group home at 15 years old. You've seen me suffer. You've seen me struggle. You've seen me build. So at the point in time where I'm at my best and you're pushing me to do my best, you destroy me. So what does a man do? Either go two ways. You go to the world and, you know, fall into that statistic. Or you rebuild. And that's what I'm choosing to do. That's what's up. Yeah. So, yeah, good. Will you um, tell us more about what you were saying earlier about how, um, you know, like, shit gets bottled up and, like, how you... Um... It's, it's always been a thing for me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I was younger. Uh, I was living with my grandma at the time. You know, very temporarily for, like, a year. And this guy comes along. And he's like, hey, I'm your older brother. Like, we're half-brothers, I got a different mom, but don't worry, I got you. Gives you some money, and you're like, whoa, that's a good feeling. He comes by, he visits again, he gives you some money. Cool, you come home from school, you're eighth grade, you're sitting at the table eating. Your grandma, she's a very cold woman, she's been through a lot herself, I guess. 
hey, your brother's dead. They threw him out a window because he was a coke dealer. Whoa. Whoa, and you just lay that on a kid like that. So that's, you know, what do you do? You take that and bottle that up. Mm. Great. Your mom doesn't love you. You know, she was, when you were younger, you know, she was addicted to drugs, you know, which was also my grandma's fault. She was addicted to, to drugs. So she had to hit that lick to get that fixed. Even though you were young, she was naive. And now she's incarcerated for a decade of her life. Me and my mom have a relationship right now. She's a beautiful woman. She's changed. Mm -hmm. Amen. But when I needed that guidance and I needed someone to build me up and, you know, help me be the man I needed to be, no one was there. So that was, that's a habit of mine. Mm -hmm. I don't let stuff affect me. I have to take that and bottle that up. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where that come from. Always mm -hmm. since, since a young age, I've always had to just take that, that animosity and bottle it up because if you let it get in the way, it's going to destroy you. Absolutely. There's nothing you can do there. And there's been so many things, so many things. Like recently, uh, gang violence is wrong. You know, uh, hurting people is wrong. Uh, Chicago needs to change, and I, I need to voice that. Uh, I had a family who, through my 16 to 18, helped me get a job, built me on my feet. Random Italian family that had nothing to do with me. I was just best friends with one of the kids. Oh, so then we became family, and it was a good feeling. I understand what it was. So recently, this summer, um, there was a drive-by that happened, and they killed my little brother, 16 years old. Um, they stabbed another one of my friends, you know, 17 years old, over, over a female. Petty stuff that ha happens out here. But you don't know that pain and that uh, torment until it actually happens to you, and you're sitting in, in uh, uh, the funeral home looking at your friend who was so young. He was younger than you. Yeah. And then you're wondering why is life, uh, what's the point, mm -hmm. is the question. So then there's all these different uh, aspects and there's all these different things that obviously as a life partner that you know that I'm going through and then you decide to add on. Your life is fine. You know, Silver Spoon, you, you know, your grandma hasn't even passed away yet. She's like 90 years old. God bless that lady. She keeps on kicking. But you don't understand the pain that I have to endure and go through. And now I have to endure that in my family life. So do I want you as my life partner any longer? I have to question that. Because if you can't be genuine with me, genuine with your family, you can't be real to yourself. You can't look yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I just chose this because this is what I was told to do. Yeah, you can't fuck with that. No. Yeah. How can I have a spouse, you know, that's not someone to build with. That's not someone I can depend on. And if you do it now, I've learned this in life. If you do it once, you do it twice. It's going to happen a third time. Mm -hmm. And the next time might be something I couldn't come back from. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, mentally, you know, people have to, even though I'm a man and I bottle up those feelings, I do have them. So. So you were saying that you had this bottled up, but how does it impact your music? Uh, lately, you know, I was striving last year. It was great before everything. Um, I did two festivals, one unintentionally. I went uh, to Peace Fest, yes. A jam band, because that was right That's after... That's the one Max was talking about, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, last year's Peace Fest was pretty awesome. Uh, that was right after my little brother had got shot in the head. So I had all this uh, emotional music. You know, snakes, empty, and God, drugs, money, and women. Hustle to the top and pray your sins are forgiven. And they love my music so much, they let me on stage. But they're like, let me add this own spice <laughs> wow, to it. And yeah, I'm so, uh, come on, I went to some random festival just to have a good time to get away from life because so much stuff was going on. And then mm -hmm. uh, I was embraced 
from my music, and it was genuine. It wasn't like, uh, no, it was, hey, you have talent. Let's put you up on stage with us. And then I rocked the stage, and I got off, and I got hired for another festival that year. Nice. So, so it was it was a beautiful it was a beautiful experience to you know, and then boom, all this uh, animosity started happening. Life started happening. You have to be uh, independent. You have to work hard for your living because if not, you're gonna fall to the statistic of Chicago. And there's so many of my good friends that don't see the potential in life and fall to that statistic. And I wish I could be that mentor. And as much as I try, I can't break them out of their habits. So. But uh, music is a beautiful thing. It's an awesome way to express myself, and I continue to uh, strive for it. But just lately, the last like eight months, you've been so uh, mentally disoriented that you know you're still trying to work stuff out with your job because you're sad and stuff, and you just can't deal with your customers in your face all the time, giving you extraness for no reason because mm-hmm. you have stuff going on at home. That's why I didn't uh, uh, excel in school. I made it to my junior year myself. No one bought me school supplies. I made it myself. But there was so much stuff going on at home, you finally use the terminology, fuck it. Mm-hmm. It's over with. I can't do this no more. I can't sit around these people that don't know what I'm going through and being uh, treated bad. Don't really care about their students. Proviso was. I make you call them out. Have to, have to, have to. But, you know, there's good and bad in every situation. It's just how you deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's real. That's real. That's yeah. a story. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you just laying it bare on this yeah, microphone right? like that. Yeah. You're just like, oh, absolutely. The truth is the truth. Guys. No matter yeah. how you want to put it, there's no altercation. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So now you're in a place where you're just, you say you're a little, at the beginning, you're like, I'm a little detached. I'm not really looking for, obviously, you're not probably looking for a new relationship. You're just kind of figuring your shit out. I'm, I'm just looking to better myself. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. self improvement. It's self improvement. Yeah. Good. That's exciting. It, it really is because as ambitious as I, I, all this pain and everything that I've expressed over your podcast, um, there's a positivity out of it. So a lot of people, even if people are listening that go through the same kind of things that I go through, um, there's a positivity that comes behind that because no other person is built like me. I am ambitious. I get stuff done. No one else has gone through what I've gone through and I don't wish that on no one, but it's made me the man I am today. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't change it for the world. I couldn't, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell y'all, well, I met Mickey, so I come in the room, right? <laughs> and so we're all like being extras, right? And so it's like it was a New Year's party, <laughs> so a bunch of people were wearing all black. But like someone else told me, when you're gonna be extras, you're not supposed to wear all black because it doesn't look good on camera. So I come in wearing yellow, head to toe, all yellow, right? <laughs> Just chose another color. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be that bright little banana person in the back of the room, right? And so I come in, and Mickey and your cousin, y'all was yeah, standing right cousin. there, and Mickey, hey! <laughs> like, you ain't never seen me before a day in your life, but you greeted me as if, like, I was your cousin. Like, hey! It's the, it's the energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, like, you know, how do I respond? Hey! You know? so we just, like, having our own party in this mock party where we're not supposed to be making noise, and we in the back hollering. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you please turn that down? Camera's <laughs> <Yeah. Can't> rolling. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> no, that, that was an awesome experience. It was random for me. Uh, I was just mm-hmm. hanging out at home. Daniel calls me up. Uh, and he's like, what are you doing? Absolutely nothing. What's Daniel's last name? I'm not sure. So Daniel is on the poster at The Goodman now. What's the name of the show? Do you know? 
We can't even plug Daniel properly. He's the star in the T, or one of the stars in the T. And now he's going to be, like, I don't know, famous in one of the theaters downtown. He made it. What's the the T for? For like it's a pickup. um I don't know if it's a web series or yeah it's, it's, a, it's a web series okay oh, cool. yeah it's a web series and it's um I think it's like a uh, kind of like coming of age thing you know young twenty mm, something yeah. um and I think it's a trans girl and they follow her love story and she's mm. out here uh, at the party and so we're in the background yeah <laughs> how I was explaining the TV series was this uh young uh man he grows up in the southern Illinois. And uh, he realized that he's a woman and he wants to be transsexual and that's there's nothing wrong with that. But in the southern like kind of aspect, obviously you're gonna get all this ridicule. So what does he do? He breaks out of the shell and moves to the big city because then there's plenty of me out here. No one's gonna judge me. No one can. Mm-hmm. So then basically that was a TV series. What it was based around, and I was like, whoa. And then I found out at the TV show I was the only straight person. My cousin. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's so awkward. They're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, supporting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I think I literally said that. So there was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Janelle's like, get out. <laughs> She's like, what? She's like, you're part of the problem. No, it was awkward. It was very awkward. <laughs> it, was it was the so New awkward. Year's scene. They're counting down. Three. Three, two, one. <laughs> and imagine I'm standing across from you. You're my cousin. Okay, three, two, one. Everyone's making out, getting all nasty, and I'm just standing there, my cousin, like, yeah. Hi, hi. How's it going? Shake hands. Shake hands. Yeah. Doctor. Doctor. Did <laughs> I tell you? I was making out with this white girl, and we're like, I don't know, five takes into it. They had us do the scene over and over again. Yeah. And then you I get into it. Oh yeah. yeah. It was great. We we were practicing. We nailed it, right? And so then uh, find out that her British accent is fake. Oh. oh. <laughs> that was That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, my friend Daniel Madison, I, I looked it up on Facebook to find out his name. He's a wonderful person. I met him at the dojo. He's just a real mm. swell guy. He does a lot of events and stuff like that. So we connected because I'm an artist. I want to know what's going on in the art world, mm-hmm. especially underground Chicago. I'm not experienced other cities, but it's such a thriving community Mm -hmm. that you would never expect until you go out and just get to listen to some of the homegrown music, some of the homegrown bands. Mm -hmm. But he's uh, down the street with the Goodman uh, performing in Objects in the Mirror. Mm. That's great. That's inspiring. Daniel! (laughs) Congratulations. It's inspiring. The dojo is a dope spot. We went to a party at the dojo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've done shows there and stuff. Little little hole-in-the-wall place, but I love it because they recycle art. That's, yeah. a, that's a talent. I don't know how many different artists are in the scene that contribute to the, that specific mm-hmm. venue, but it's amazing because yeah. it's always different and so genuine and beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, I don't draw. You know, I'm a poet. I express myself that way, but I wish I could because how can you create something so magnificent just by looking at it? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it was fun. I ain't loving these fake hoes Room smelling like eight switches Room service like 2K NBA, I'm ballin' nigga All them niggas falling like autumn nigga Talking shit, I saw them niggas Now they daughter want a picture Rough ain't it, fuck famous Niggas too real, got the most haters Wrote a story, so Stephen Curry How we feel to be golden Why was I chosen? Hana lay bay with my bay, what can I say? I did it. My timing was perfect, I'm coming, they know it. Becoming the last great American poet. The flow Lindsay Lohan.